Welcome to the podcast at AntiqueAuctionForum.com. This show is sponsored by Gemmer. Collect and connect at Gemmer.com. All right, I am recording with a, a person you'll remember, Phyllis Cow from Germany. You're in Germany now, Phyllis. How are you? I am. Well, I'm just here for, really just for today, and I go back to New York tomorrow. But I'm doing well. Oh, good. Well, Phyllis, uh, you'll remember, longtime listeners will remember, was on the first 50 shows as a co-host. And Phyllis, what are you doing now? You're working for Auctionata, and let's talk about that. Okay. <laughs> I'm working for Auctionata, and that's why I'm in Berlin, because that's where headquarters is. And... Um, had a lovely tour of headquarters. It's a beautiful office here. Really, really lovely. The staff here is enormous. How many people? I think I heard there were close to 200 people. Yeah. Oh, that's a big payroll. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you are joined. Tell us who you're joined by. I'm sitting next to um, our senior specialist in Asian art, Dr. Anas Sodatke. Right. Hello. Hi, Welcome Hi. to the show. Hello. Hi. And uh, we're going to be talking, I'd like to touch on a couple of different things, especially on the different type of program that Auctionata runs, kind of outside of the box, which seems to be very successful. You had an item just sell for over 3 million euros. Can you talk about that, please? Yeah, it was an imperial um, immortal mountain clock uh, from the Guangzhou workshop, late 18th century, uh, Chenlong period. And it was just an amazing piece. These um, Chinese automaton clocks are really impressive because they feature so many different movable um, elements. It's just really a pleasure for the eye if you see, see them playing that four different melodies, so it's really a, a masterpiece of craftsmanship. It's really uh, amazing when you look back at some of these 18th century pieces and the technology that they had at the time and what they were able to produce. And I love these automaton pieces. There's a number of YouTube videos you can watch with different ones, um, European automatons that are just absolutely amazing. So many different uh, working mechanisms on mm-hmm. them. Just amazing. And um, so this was, can you, do you have the conversion of what that was on U.S. dollars? It was, um, you, you mean the result? It was um, 3,823,000 uh, dollars in, in U.S. U.S. dollars. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know the euro is pretty close to the dollar these days compared to what it was a few years ago. So, Phyllis, you are working out of New York City and. Both of you are um, in the the Asian department, and one of the the questions before I think you know the best of the best is still going to sell well because even though there is the you know the the recent slump in the stock market, the trillionaires are still going to have <laughs> yeah. at least billions. Yes. <laughs> um, so so things like um, the wonderful clock, I think those won't really be affected, but the middle market likely will be affected. Um, mm-hmm. I think you, you always have to keep in mind that for the Chinese audience, um, collecting antiquities has a much, has really a different value, for example, like in the, like in the West, because for 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 the Chinese culture, it is so it has such an important um, 
such an importance to to collect antiquities, to to collect art, to um, to have these items around. So um, I think people are still willing to pay really um, huge amounts um, of it because. I, these items are so rare, and um, a lot of the buyers really feel they they really belong to China. They really belong to 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 the Chinese homeland. Mm -hmm. And so, especially with auction, you know, it's their one chance. Even if the economy is poor, if you miss this opportunity, it's not like this, this clock, for example, or or mm -hmm. an artifact is going to come back. They're unique, so. That is uh, that is the glory of auction. It's um, you have to make up your mind, or it goes away. And yeah. um, you know, this kind of dovetails what happens in um, all markets. You know, for instance, the Western market um, with a economic slump. Um, it's always the the top end things that hang on. It's always the middle market mm -hmm. um, that suffers, and the low end is always the low end. It kind of remains the same. Mm -hmm. um, but um, interesting. So. Um, when you when you're talking about this type of merchandise, was this actually repatriated back? Has it gone back to China? Yeah, it was um, uh, acquired by really one of the um, top collectors in China, who has um, his own museum, and um, it, it will definitely go back to China. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. The, People they are already very excited about it, about this clock coming home because it's really. In, there was one article in the aftermath of the auction who described this uh, this clock as a national treasure in, in in China. It was a Chinese article online, and um, so people are really excited and looking forward to have it back in China. Mm -hmm. So for the listener out there, um, if you go to our podcast on antiqueauctionforum.com. You can look under this podcast once you click on it, and the, there will be a link in the in uh, that will bring you to a, a little video about this clock and also pictures. You can see why it is so fantastic and why that it was so sought after. So let's talk about um, auctionata. What, uh, Phyllis? Why don't I ask this question of you? Why don't you tell us what is the difference between the average auction house and what auctionata has? Uh, has done. Mm -hmm. um, I think our strongest and most unique point is the live stream broadcast for the auctions. Um, every single auction is is live streamed through the internet, um, and I think through on TV in, in Germany. Is that right? Yeah, part some of them some, were. Yeah. Some channels were a special. Some channel. of the auctions in the past were also in okay. on TV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so you can you can watch the auction as it happens in real time, um, as if you're watching, you know, as if you're in the room. The, the auctioneer is there at the podium in front of you on screen, and the specialist for the sale or a specialist in the field is also on set, um, giving a little bit more, uh, talking more about about the items and the lots as they come up on the block. And you can even ask questions in real time. You can, really? mm -hmm. you can ask the auctioneer and the specialist questions. So, are, when you're asking questions, is that done through like a chat room or something like that? Kind yes. of, yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. you can just type a little question and, and message it over. Also. And yes, and this will be transmitted to the to the auctioneer who sees it live on his his screen um, on the podium. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's an auction, but it's also, it's like an art history show. Yeah, yeah, know? really. Yeah. But at the end, the items that you're talking about are sold. <laughs> right. Now, I heard of a situation, this is going back, um, I think, maybe two or three years, or about that time, where there was a gentleman watching TV that had a vase um, that matched uh, one he had, uh, one came up on Auctionata, and he saw it come up, and all of a sudden he just started bidding. He paid about $70,000 for this vase to match his other one. Now, um, I don't know if you're familiar with that story or not. I was told by a, um, an employee at Auctionata a while back. But it's kind of funny. Like, this person would have never been involved, would have never been part of the picture. And uh, who knows what that vase would have sold for. And so it is, it is an element that is a little bit extra that nobody else is doing and um, good for the consigner and also uh, really exciting because um, things like this can happen. Prices can, uh, the retail values can be had for these pieces compared to what we generally consider auction prices. Yeah, I, I also think that um, especially if, if we are talking about Asian art and Chinese art in particular, because our Chinese clients are really um, into this digital online things they really they love to be online they have their mobile devices with them everywhere so um it's really this, this format of of an of an auction show broadcasted live over the internet is really kind of made to measure for the um for, for the asian art market because the chinese they love it so much and um, with our, all our technical um, um, advancements, which we had here at Arzenada, and also, for example, with our new um, online app, um, it, it's so easy for them to follow the auctions and to bid in the auction, and as if they are just as if they were just in the in uh, in the hall. Right. Wow. Now, how many auctions does the company generally have? And you know, I understand that you have them in Germany. You also have them in New York. But um, how often do you run an auction? I think we now have had a have reached a point where we nearly have auctions every day. It seems almost yeah. every day. Yeah. I mean, at least three three times a week. Wow! Uh, so it's really yeah a lot of auctions. <laughs> and it seems to only be be growing yes. in the number of auctions. I think eventually we will have at least one a day. And well, it's because you know we're expanding or expanding how many categories we cover. Now, classic cars is is um, a regular category as well. Wow. Now I know what's involved in putting an auction together. For been doing that for many years, and you have some extra things to do because you have to make this interesting for like a a live audience. So I I just can't imagine the monumental task it is to be able to put on that many auctions and how much lead time do you need for an auction before it actually goes live yeah there is i mean there are so many different steps and processes that people who are you know anna and i have were in, we were in traditional auction houses before this i mean everyone was because mm. <laughs> auction is the only one who's doing it but it, now right. we have to learn how to you know take directions from a producer who's you know with an earpiece on on a set and <laughs> And you know the, the filming aspect or the broadcast aspect is something that we've all had to learn, and it's really interesting. Wow! Now, if someone tunes into your German uh, website, your German uh, part of the auctions, 
Is there a way they can understand? Is it is it uh, is, are the bidding numbers transcribed or anything like that to English? Yeah. Yes, you can see it on the screen, so it's pretty transparent. But we always have um, English translation. Um, so you, we have two two audio channels. Whether you can follow it in the auction in German or in in English, some of the auctions are already um, performed in in English anyhow. And we also have for the um, last Asian art auctions when the clock, for example, was sold, we also had Chinese um, translation. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about how your evaluation services works with experts? Yeah, I mean, we have a large, really expanded um, network of um, external experts which are um, situated all over the world and which are specialized really on, on a huge amount of fields, mm -hmm. like ranging from, I don't know, antique toys to Japanese swords mm -hmm. to... Uh, cars of a certain period, so it's really the whole um, area of expertise. We have, we have a Dr. Seuss expert, did you know that? Yeah. yeah in, our, in our network. <laughs> so if someone contacts us and, you know, Arne doesn't know that much about Dr. Seuss, then, then he can turn it to the, to the appropriate expert network, um, the appropriate expert in the, in the expert network. I see. Yeah. All right, well, we can find the website. It's it's spelled exactly the way it sounds, auctionata. That's A-U-C-T-I-O-N-A-T-A dot com. Thanks so much, and thanks for joining us from Deutschland. <laughs> Thank you. Wiedersehen. <laughs> All right, so this is Martin Willis, and that's it for today. Thank you for listening to this podcast at antiqueauctionforum.com. This show was sponsored by Gemmer. Collect and connect at gemmer.com.